for joining us today for Life Challenges, as well as Dr. Willahan will be joining us in the second half of the show, helping us to make the bedroom great. So Don Mills is at the top of the show, and we are going to get right into our discussion. And I want to know if you've checked out our blog for this week as we talk about Life Challenges. And this one is about a deal breaker. So you'll find out what that deal breaker is in life and how to deal with that. We're going to take a short break. And we'll be right back. But go ahead and get your pen and paper out because, you know, class is in session. Head on over to thisneedstobesaid.com. There are a lot of free classes for you over on the events tab. Go over and register for free. Tomorrow there's a great one that's going to help you get your vision, hone it, and begin to pursue it. For those of you who say that you've been wanting to live your dream, we have a class just for you. So you want to go register for that free class and Benicia Ponder is actually the instructor for tomorrow night. She's waiting to spend that time with you. Do you desire your children to think before they speak? The second volume in the Tweeville book series addresses just that. Perfect for ages 2 to 8, this book series is meant to demonstrate positive social behaviors that children can absorb and emulate with their own peers. The underlining message of each book in this series will be treating others with kindness. To learn more in order, head to TweeVillers.com. That's T-W-E-E-V-I-L-L-E-R-S dot com. Every day should be Mother's Day, especially in May. Receive 30% off Sably Handmade Natural Hair Growth Treatment all month long. Sably Hair Growth Treatment is key to rejuvenating and stimulating your hair growth. It's especially designed to penetrate into your scalp to nourish your follicles to grow. This offer is valid during the entire month of May. Purchase today at sably.net. That's S-A-Y-B-L-E-E dot net. The Savings Mart is your one-stop shop for just about everything. We carry many quality brand name products for seriously discounted prices. One of such great brands is the Medca brand, which you may now know because of the high quality of their products and by how much variety they have to offer. Medca has an extensive range of products, from health to household to toys. If you have a use for it, they make it. 
search the Savings Mart on Google. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, where you are royalty. Specializing in children's hair, natural, weaved, and relaxed hair. Looking for a professional stylist who cares not only about how good hair looks, but also how healthy it feels? Then Royal Destiny Salon and Spa is the place for you. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, located at 4936 Albemarle Road, Suite 14, Charlotte, North Carolina. Call today to schedule your appointment for a more beautiful you. 724-734-8043. That number again is 724-734-8043. In order for your dream to happen, you have to make it happen.
All right, head on over to thisneedstobesaid.com, click on the Events tab, and sign up for the free courses that we have over there for personal and professional development. We're getting ready for our segment of Life Challengers with Don Mills. Have your pen and paper out. Hey, Don, how are you? Good afternoon, Catherine. Glad to hear your voice. Same here. Glad to hear yours as well. What's up for us this week for the Life Challengers? You know, I, I'm going to tell you, uh, I thought about this, and and oftentimes I would just acknowledge everybody. Uh, good afternoon, Catherine, and thank you very much for allowing me this opportunity. And I certainly welcome the life challengers that have joined us today. But this topic is actually heavy on my heart. It has been there all week because I'm such a positive and upbeat person, I constantly look for opportunities to inspire, to encourage, to motivate, and enlighten, and and, and, and I, I, I try to get other people to do likewise, but then there's always, I mean, back in, back in old school, we called it the, the monkey wrench. I mean, you know, today I think they say something like SH happens or, or something of that nature, but anyhow... Uh, I got a post this week that, that shared with me that they had that that this young lady, uh, a challenge, life challenger, met a man that he was everything. He she felt that he was God sent. He opened the door. He was an absolute gentleman. She felt that she had crossed every T. She dotted every I. She did everything that she thought was necessary to build this relationship with this man. She gave her her job and she moved, she gave her job, she sold her house to move to be with him. Only a year later, according to her, he lost his mind. He lost his mind, and she, as a result, found herself homeless and without a job. She prayed about it. Uh, she repositioned herself. She, she, she contacted her support system, and she was able to move back home and reestablish herself. Ladies and gentlemen, life challengers, Catherine, what I'm trying to say to you is that there are deal breakers out there. Gather around me because, as Catherine said, class is now in session. And if you've reviewed the previous life challenges, you are ready to begin the preparation phase for this deal breaker. You are ready. Now, here it goes, right? You have done all the right things. Your plans are connected to goals that should be achieved within a reasonable period of time, and you should be very successful. You have a great support network, and you're spiritually grounded. When it was necessary, and as an everyday practice, you sent up the right prayers. I mean, God heard you. So, you know, what happens when you do all the right things? That you're supposed to do. What happens when you think that everything is right and you discover something is wrong? What happens? What happens when you have done everything you're supposed to do and then something goes wrong? What happens when you're in a relationship and you feel violated? You feel disrespected? You feel manipulated? You feel like a failure? You feel like a nobody? What happened? The relationship started off right. I mean, something something kept you guys together. What happened? Unfortunately, in the best of circumstances, this actually happened. Life challenges, listen to me. 
in the very best of circumstances, this happens. This is why you have to always, you have to always have plans that include the unplanned deal breaker. The unplanned deal breaker. And the deal breaker is that event that will result in you having to do something different than what you've been doing. It results in you having to change your plans. It results in you having to make an adjustment in the goal that you have set for yourself. Sometimes it results in you realizing that you no, longer, you no longer want to pursue that goal and is replaced by another goal. Life challengers, you have to be prepared to make an adjustment. You know, like my dearest friend said in her relationship with the man, I mean, she's not giving up on men. She just has to make an adjustment. She just has to make sure that she has plans in case something of this nature may happen again. What we have to understand is that with the good, there is also the bad. With the bitter, there is also the sweet. And we have to be prepared to not only acknowledge that, but to accept it. We have to understand that for as much as we love the sunny day, there are also the days where there are rain and there are cl- where there's rain and there are clouds. But with the rain and the clouds, there are benefits because they have their place too. I quite often has heard the cliche about, you know, you can't see the forest for the trees. Well, you're in the forest. You're just surrounded by the trees. They make up the forest. And they are very necessary for you to have the forest. So what I'm saying to you, in the best of plans, understand that there's always going to be the deal breaker. And once you acknowledge the deal breaker, what do you do from that point forward? I say to you, just be prepared. Always have a backup plan. Always have a second option and a third option. Understand that this too shall pass, and you should be well on your way to repositioning yourself to live a fuller and more satisfying life. Now, in every occasion, mistakes are going to happen. I mean, they're going to, we're going to overlook something. We're going to forget something. There's going to be some type of error. But, you know, I think cliches have their, their place. I like this one. When we make a mistake, what doesn't kill us, or, you know, will make us stronger. In other words, you know, mistakes will contribute to our understanding that that they will happen and that we can recover from them. And as a result, we should become stronger individuals because actually we should not make the same mistake several times. I mean, that's part of the teaching. That's part of the learning experience. And that is in order to get it right, in order to improve, in order to be better, you've got to get it wrong sometime. You've got to make an error. And this is a learning experience for you. So there is a benefit for the deal breaker. We do need the deal breakers in our lives because it makes us stronger. It makes us better persons. It it causes us not to take any situation for granted because we know that something can happen. Life challengers, embrace the deal breaker. Look for the deal breaker. Acknowledge that deal breakers do exist and be prepared to take them on. 
I know a couple things about us. I know we're not committed to settling. I already know we don't go with the flow. I already know we're uh, accountable. And we're responsible for our actions. We don't make excuses. We develop solutions. What we also understand is that when there is a deal breaker, there's an opportunity for us to realize how we got to where we are. And this is somewhat of a review because we understand that all of our life challenges are connected to our experiences, and those experiences result from how we interact with the life challenges that we're confronted with on each and every day. I think it's critically important to understand that as we celebrate with others, as we lift them up, what we're actually doing is putting ourselves in a position where if for any reason we're in need of some support, we're in need of someone to inform us of a way of getting something done. We've already built the bridge. We've already celebrated. Now we're in a position to get some support from our network. That's why it's critically important that we develop and build that network. We talk about mentorship, where we are learning from others, where we, too, are mentors. We're giving. I always like the idea that let me mentor you sometime, and then in turn you mentor me. I mean, I look at their responses on Facebook page when I talk with you. Uh, not only am I sharing with you what I think, you're also sharing with me what you think. You learn from me sometime. I learn from you sometime. So it's a give and take. Spiritually grounded. I mean, I wake up every morning, and, and I'm seeking the blessings from God in terms initially of my just waking up. You know, I pray for the health and welfare of my family and friends. I want to have wisdom. I want to be able to communicate. I want to be able to be mobile. And and on every day thus far, I've been granted those things. I don't take that for granted. That's why whenever I can, I exercise and I try to eat right. And as I am on some medications, I try to take them as, as prescribed when I don't forget. And then I try to make up when I do forget. So I'm just saying to you, there's some things that are inherent upon us that we have to continue to do to make sure we're in a position to take it to the next level. And as far as I'm concerned, the primary objective of the life challenger is to put themselves in a position where they can help somebody, help a family member or others live a fuller and more satisfying life, thereby living a fuller and more satisfying life themselves. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's a domino effect. We talk about testimonies. Anytime you share something of yourself, that's a testimony. You're ministering to others. You're talking to others about something you've experienced. You're sharing with them the light. You're talking about what you've been through in hopes that it could keep them from having to experience the same transgressions and making the same tough mistakes. I get very, 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 very excited when someone shares with me something that they have experienced. I know on the blog today, and I and I, and I get it a lot, and, and I'm thankful for getting it. How how there are, there are some life challengers that on every occasion they seek out the wisdom of God, and I think that is a very very good thing. A very uh, a life challenger, and I just call her Lori. Her comment is, God is awesome. He is there for all things, but nothing is impossible as long as you have God in your life. 
Believe, trust, and faith is the answer to all ups and downs. Never give up God's love, for he is everlasting. And for her, she embraces the spirituality of that belief as she moves forward and positions herself to live a fuller and more satisfying life. Now, what I say to you, Life Challengers, what have you experienced? What are the deal breakers in your life? How do you make it through? Where is your salvation? How do you manage the trials and tribulations that you're confronted with in the life challenges? What is your testimony? Catherine, what I'm thinking I'm about, sometimes sometime we do not give deal breakers the attention that they need because we're constantly focusing on everything that is going right. But you are aware, Catherine, that there is a deal breaker in every life circumstance. It is unplanned. It's not forecasted. I mean, I know of an example where I have this meeting I have to go to, and all of a sudden I get into a car accident. Did I plan a car accident? No, I'm in the car accident. Now I'm delayed by an hour, and I missed a meeting. That's a deal breaker. That is a deal breaker. What do you think, Carrie? What do you think, Catherine? I think that when we have this kind of information, when we need to be flexible, when we need to adjust, we're not as flustered. It's a way out. It's an open door. It's another option. I think we find ourselves in a bit of a pickle when we don't have another option or we don't see our way clear, and we're frustrated and we feel like we're pressured, like a bill is about to be due and cut off or, you know, the traffic is heavy and i got to get it somewhere across town, you know, or getting into a car accident, anything that would derail me from what I was originally planning to do because I wasn't flexible, because I didn't feel like I had another option, because I didn't want, you know, people to think that I was unreliable or I don't do what I say. So there's so many things that go through our mind that would keep us stuck if we didn't have the tools that we're learning through life challenges with what you're posting. And you're absolutely right about that. You're absolutely right. It's to it's to it's to increase your sensitivity. It's to become aware that stuff can happen. And I'm not going to use the current phrase that a lot of people use, but stuff can happen that can result in your having to change your plans. It could delay you. It could uh, result in your having to realize other goals, or you have to consider other options. Something happens that is unplanned, that has a negative impact on what it is that you want to do. You can find yourself in a relationship with somebody who you thought you were trusting. All of a sudden, you discover that they're not trusting. Okay, what do you do? You take a job. I know one young lady was telling me how she did all the right things to get this job, only to become subordinate to a new hire who had less education and less skills than she had, and now she's training them for the position that she was applying for. That was unplanned. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a deal breaker. What do you do? What do you do? And that's the type. That that's what we're looking at on today. We'll take into consideration that even in the best plans, there can be a deal breaker. And if you are prepared for it, if you are sensitive to the possibility of this happening, then you're better off than most. Because if you're caught off guard, you're going to get rattled. You're going to become upset. It's going to be dramatic.
you're not going to respond as quickly as you would have. Uh, if you're driving and somebody cuts you off, all of a sudden there could possibility be road rage because you're not taking into consideration that this person may be going to uh, uh, an emergency event and they're just trying to cut through traffic. And, and at that time they're being disrespectful of other drivers, but that's not their intent. It's just that they're distracted by the emergency at hand that they're trying to get to. But a lot of times we don't think about that because we only think about the fact that we've been disrespected, that we've been violated, that we've been manipulated. But oftentimes we do not know what resulted in that happening. And what could have happened is that somebody experienced some type of trauma. And as a result of reacting to the trauma, they become disrespectful of us as we see it. So there's just more to it. What I encourage people to do, and I've always done this, is when something happens that is not planned and it's having a negative impact on you, take a step back and make sure you put it in its proper perspective. And as opposed to reacting to it, respond to it. As opposed to reacting to it, respond to it. Because you have to understand there is nothing absolute with the exception of death and taxes. I mean, we know they're coming. Hello, at some point. Right. I've enjoyed this week's um, life challenge, and the several examples that you've given have me, you know, thinking about, you know, how do you, how do we land on our feet? How do we bounce back? You know, what's that plan? Not like we're saying, okay, this isn't going to work, so I'm going to have a plan B. However, in the back of your mind, don't let it mess you up if that plan doesn't work. What else do you do? Take the example you're driving somewhere. The map system that we have on our phone, GPS doesn't tell us road out up ahead or there's going to need to be a detour. You're out of town. You're not familiar with the surroundings. What do you do? You seek an alternate mm -hmm. route. You know, it may take you a little longer. You don't know. You're not from around here. But you know you can't go the way you planned. So instead of getting pissed off because what fool decided to fix this road when I'm going on this trip as if they were doing it despite you, you find another route to go. Maybe your GPS can pick up another route. Maybe you have to stop and ask for directions and use a paper map, gas for air, but you just are flexible and look for another way around, you know, mm -hmm. to get to your destination. And that's what I get from this week's life challenge especially. When we talk about deal breakers. I couldn't make it. And I, may, I call you, and you might say, well, okay, well, Catherine never shows up. Well, at least I called you. I called you and let you know that I, I couldn't make it as opposed to you just figuring it out, and I see you weeks and weeks later, and then I give you, you know, I couldn't make it. Um, but just being up front um, and just being decisive, being flexible, I think those things will help the life challenges on this week. And they will, and they will. Something else I want to say is it's critically important that that we acknowledge, that we show others, our family, our friends, uh, we never give the impression that, that, we, that everything was perfect, that everything worked out as planned. We need to teach people how to cope with adversity. We need to teach people a role model how to effectively manage stress or anxiety. Uh, we, need to, we need to understand anger. We need to understand what is necessary for us to continue on track in achieving goals that we have set for ourselves. 
I think that uh, uh, Brenda said it well when she said that, you know, we may take a break sometime, but it's just to get some rest and kind of figure it out and put ourselves uh, in a different perspective so that we know what is necessary of us now as we're moving in a different direction. Life Challenger, I'm excited about having this opportunity to join with you today. I want us to continue to have this dialogue on a weekly basis, and I certainly want you to take advantage of opportunities provided through uh, Catherine's uh, web page. Uh, if you ever like to talk with me, and I certainly do want to hear from you, I'm on Facebook at Donald Ray Mills. My telephone number is 704-502-6555, or you can inbox me. Talk to me. Share with me your deal breaker. Ask me what I think, and I'm going to ask you what you think. Thanks for your likes and the sharing of the Lifestyle Challenges series because we're trying to get the information out there. And if we are not already friends on Facebook, it's time to send up the uh, uh, friendship request. Catherine? Yes? This has been a moment of discovery. This has been another opportunity we've had to talk about life challenges and how, as life challengers, we can manage them such that we can still move forward in positioning ourselves to live a fuller and more satisfying life. I absolutely agree, Don. As always, it's been a pleasure having you on during this segment. And until next week, have a great day. Thank you. Today's Daily Dose of Weird News is sponsored by Food for the Poor. You can provide food for an entire year for a child or clean water for that child's entire life for a single gift of $50. Learn more and give at DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com. I'm Darren Marlar, and this is your Daily Dose of Weird News. Authorities in India are hoping to find the person who robs businesses of their toilet paper. Over the last few months, a dozen or so small businesses have been broken into after hours and robbed of their toilet tissue. The thief takes nothing else. If caught, the TP pirate will be charged with breaking and entering, petty theft, and squeezing the Charmin. Recently on The Price is Right, a woman in a wheelchair won a treadmill. If it's anything like the treadmill at our place, it'll end up as a coat hanger and a towel rack anyway. A new app is helping teachers turn cell phone distraction into a solution. According to Time, the company Remind makes mobile software that lets teachers blast announcements and homework assignments to students and their parents via an app powered by the cloud. Teachers can send out reminders about an upcoming test, issue study guides to absent students, and even conduct real-time quizzes using the app's two-way messaging system. And because parents get their kids' assignments as well, it helps them keep their children more accountable for their work. Even worse, if you want to use the excuse that your dog ate your homework, it means feeding Fido your iPhone. Billionaire Carlos Slim is selling his Fifth Avenue New York City mansion for a record $80 million. I know what you're thinking, but that includes a washer and dryer. Hold on to your hamburger patties because the Hamburglar is making a comeback. 
According to ABC News, McDonald's is officially bringing back its promotional Hamburglar character to network television for the first time since 2002. Officials from the chain say McDonald's new premium limited time offer, the Sirloin Third Pound Burger, happened to be just enticing enough to bring the Hamburglar back into the public eye. But the truth is just that it took 13 years to recover from the health issues he received after stealing a McDonald's burger 13 years ago. A woman in Texas thought she had won a prize when a small package fell out of a Nature Valley granola bar. Cynthia Rodriguez thought, oh my god, maybe Nature Valley is running some kind of promotion. The package, marked with green dollar signs, turned out to be a bag of cocaine. And now Nature Valley granola is flying off the shelves. A Florida mother held hostage by her boyfriend used the Pizza Hut app to notify police she needed help. According to ABC News, Cheryl Treadway and her children were being held at knife point, but Treadway was eventually able to persuade him to let her order a pizza using her Pizza Hut app. Along with her order of a small, classical pepperoni pizza, she wrote, Please help, get 911 to me. She also wrote, 911 hostage, help. Pizza Hut employees notified the Highlands County Sheriff's Office, who then went to the woman's home. She should have called Domino's. That way the police would have been there in 30 minutes or less. That's your Daily Dose of Weird News. I'm Darren Marlar. This week, the Daily Dose of Weird News is sponsored by Food for the Poor. You can provide food for an entire year for a child or clean water for that child's entire life for a single gift of $50. Click the banner at DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com to find out more. Or call pound 250 on your mobile phone and say the word food to make a donation. Call pound 250 and say the word food on your mobile phone. Or you can give online at dailydoseofweirdnews.com. Thanks. Thank you so much for staying tuned to This Needs to Be Said. We've got over our life challenges, and we're getting ready to make the bedroom amazing. Dr. Willahan is joining us now. How are you? I am A-OK. How are things? I'm, I am, Things are great, and the questions that I received, I'm just, like, ecstatic about. And then there were still some more came in this morning. So if we have time, I will get to those. But I sent you quite a bit already. <laughs> So, uh, so well, shall we start? Maybe, let's, maybe we'll start from the bottom up. We'll start All right. uh, from my current list. So, so the first one is let's talk a little bit about Benoit balls. It's also known as Benoit eggs or pelvic floor exercisers. They've got all kinds of names. But essentially it's weighted round balls of various types of materials. It can be glass. Those are really expensive. Uh, to plastic with weights in it, um, and their purpose is to exercise the pelvic floor so women can contract their vagina to keep the balls up. Um, and they became a bit popular during Fifty Shades of Grey because he put those in her vagina and then would give her a spanking, and when he spanked her, it vibrated the uh, vagina and the balls in the vagina, and that turned her on. So, uh, so... They're gener- they can go from really inexpensive to really expensive. And depending on how many babies you've had, you might start with a lighter one 
and then increase to the heavier ones. There's usually three different main sizes. So there's now, a tutorial on Benoit eggs. But now how safe is that? Because you said glass. I didn't even know about a glass ball, and we're sticking this. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, okay. so it's, they're, they're smaller than a ping pong ball, um, but um, they can be heavy like solid glass, and, and usually the glass ones have designs in it, and the designs, uh, you know, are some piece of art or something. They're supposed to be high-end, so it's like a gift. Uh, okay. But the plastic ones are right. just as fine. Okay. Now there's a, there's another little toy which uh, I think is really fun and it's a lot less expensive. One's about thirty five bucks and they're basically two weighted balls. But they're weighted because they have little batteries in them. Those little tiny batteries that look like the size of an aspirin. And there's like uh-huh. six batteries I think in each one, so that provides the weight to the ball. And you put those in the vagina and then you give your man the remote control. And uh, when he hits the programs, it can vibrate the vagina from about uh, 400 yards away. So if you're at a party and you have them in, you can get your lover's attention by uh, giving them the remote and letting them stimulate you. Hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know about that one. Uh I can see somebody having a seizure or something. But and remember, it's the the outside of the vagina. The lower the lower third and the clitoris are far more sensitive than the deeper vagina. So it's more of a contraction of a muscle as opposed to a tingling like a real like a good orgasm. Hmm. Uh huh. Okay. So there you go. Those, those are pretty fun. Um, how do you prolong your man's ejaculation so that it's stronger uh, when he comes? So that's sort of like Tantra. This person is asking a question. So tantric sex is 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 holding your climax till it really builds up and it becomes like a whole body climax as opposed to a blast. Um, it's really hard to do. You have to be fully in control of your body and 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 not want to selfishly just go get your great orgasm. But when it comes to that time, most of us just want to have it. Um, So Tantra is where you learn how to control and make it a whole body orgasm, and it lasts longer. Um, So Tantric Sex, there's videos on that. There's actually groups that meet and have do classes to learn Tantra. It involves a lot of uh, meditation-type breathing and movement of your breath, your air. So uh, that's Tantra. Now, prolonging ejaculation for the guy who comes too quick, um, there's medications for that. Um, We use mood medications for that, and there's sometimes we use a drug called Tramadol um, that you take an hour before sex, and it helps guys last a little longer. But that's for a completely different condition. There was a question that came in later. I want to jump in on this one that was when I – Got it. I was like, okay, we had two similar questions, one from a lady, one from a guy. And the question from the middle-aged guy was, after I come, my erection is gone or it takes a really long time to return. By then, my partner is no longer interested. What can I do about this? Uh, that's actually a great question. And that, that So the latency is the time from ejaculation or climax where it goes down to uh, the next direction. 
So when you're 20, um, it happens almost back to back. Uh, when you're the older you get, the longer the latency or the resting period uh, to get all that going again. So a 20-year-old guy can get it up in 15 minutes again, whereas a 50-year-old guy may be done for the day or he may need a half hour or an hour. Um, it depends on his physical, um, his, his health, his physical health. Uh, some guys, they're one and done. They can only get it up once, and, and once it's spent, it's spent for the night. Uh, but they can, you know, get another surge in the morning, so they're good for morning sex the next morning. Uh, so that's called the latency period, and that there's medications that in, interfere with that. Age interferes with that. Um, health, overall health status, and cardiovascular conditioning um, does that. So, so for the lady who likes to go several rounds. Uh, Often that is why older women pair up with younger guys because they can satisfy that need. Mhm. Well, all right. Well, we'll yeah, move to the next one. Okay. I mean, you can. I mean, the guy could probably try and do more cardio, but it, it really is a slow, progressive problem over the years. So uh, it's probably nothing he can change once it's happened the way it has. Right. Okay. Well, that's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else you got? What anything else on there you like? Um. Well, go back. Go back to the list. But I, somebody okay. submitted this question this morning, and it, it it reminded me we had a male female type question. They they seem similar, so I wanted to go ahead and interject that one while we were in that space. Okay. So then the next question is, what's the best hair removal method? Um. So you can shave your hair, you can wax your hair, you can, so those are all, you know, recur, you have to, rec, you know, so if you're shaving, you probably have to shave every couple of days. If you're waxing, you probably have to wax every couple of weeks. Electrologist, uh, electrology is good um, for destroying hair, uh, but it's a little bit painful because they use little needles. So you want to use, do it in smaller areas. You wouldn't like do electrology on your bikini. But if you had one gray hair or two gray hairs in your bikini area and you lasered off the black hair, then um, then you could, you know, try like small areas for, for electrology. And then you have laser hair removal, which is permanent hair removal. And there's various types of lasers. Um, the most effective ones are class four lasers, like a YAG or an Alex. And um, after a series of treatments, depending on the body part, the hair uh, is pretty much gone. Now, you could grow a new crop somewhere, and then you hit that, you know, so, so you know, armpits are usually four treatments, six weeks apart. Upper lip is about the same, four, four treatments, six weeks apart. A bikini could be six to eight treatments. A man's beard would be 10 to 15 treatments. A man's back is probably eight treatments. So it depends on all kinds of par all kinds of um, and the bikinis. You know, of course, men and women are about the same. So so it really depends on how much hair is there, the coarseness, the thickness, and so forth. But uh, laser hair removal is certainly the most commonly used one that is safe and very effective for permanent hair reduction. 
Now, does this prevent itching? Because all this just when I hear yes. stuff that makes me itch, it makes me itchy. So yes. <laughs> I'm just thinking itchy. Yep. Ooh, okay. Yep. Yep. Nope. You don't have the itching. Um, with, I don't think you, what I I don't even know with waxing whether people complain much of itching. For shaving, you definitely have itching. Uh, for yeah. uh, electrology, probably not. Um, laser, no, no complaints of itching on laser either. So yeah, no, you don't have that issue. That's mostly a shaving phenomena. I'm itching now, just all over thinking about it. Now you named two things. You said an Alex and a something else. An Alex is a laser that's really for skin types one, two, and three, which would be a whitey white white person down to like a light Hispanic, and then mm-hmm. um, a, a Yag can treat all skin color skin yeah skin colors from uh, type one to type six. Six would be mm-hmm. the darkest black skin. Um, um, and then, uh, so like your Indians your, are usually like a four, um, you know, and then, um, but they, while they're capable of taking hair off of a whitey white, they're not as effective as the Alex in getting rid. So, so for instance, if, a, a really white skinned person was being done on a YAG, they might not get complete hair removal at four treatments on their underarms, but an Alex would take that out in a second. So, so most of us have both machines so that we can uh, get do whatever it takes to get rid of the hair on the patient. Okay. Okay. Well, we got yeah, some new terminology today, and I am itching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All of my armpits everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So none of this itches. It's sort of fun. Um, and, uh, uh, it, you know, it's just a luxury cause it's expensive, but you can do Groupons and, and so forth to reduce the cost and check it out. Um, everybody mm-hmm. seems to love it. Uh, it does not get grays and whites, uh, and it doesn't do the really white blondes either. Uh, but you can wax and electrology for those. Okay. Okay. All right. So All right. Is, there, is there anything, is there too much? Such thing is too much masturbation when you're in a relationship. Well, mm. uh, I think that really depends if you're masturbating because you're not having sex with your lover, then that's a problem. Uh, because if you're masturbating to porn instead of having sex with your wife who's in the bed, there's a problem there. But if you love mm-hmm. having sex with your lover and you both accommodate each other as much as possible, but he needs to whack it and get it off while he's in the shower. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, that's not a problem. Uh, but it, it really just depends on what are there any unmet needs in the relationship? Uh, because in this particular case, the question is in the relationship. It's not like somebody's single and doesn't have a partner uh, that can do mm-hmm. it. Right. So when you start right. avoiding your partner and doing it yourself, uh, okay, because it's too much must, too much fuss, that's an issue. That needs a discussion. Okay. Okay, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Um, this one is how do you introduce toys in different positions into the relationship without offending each other? Yeah, we've talked about this one before because sensitivity is in- extremely important in a relationship. Sensitivity is so important. Um, so it has to be a... Like, I am feeling very naughty, and I found this toy, and I want you to play with me with this. Um, uh-huh. Or, or 
so it can't ever be in a critical way of, oh, I don't like when you do me like this, and so therefore I need to do this. Um, it, it needs to be like a, I'm feeling naughty and adventurous. Or, hey, I saw a picture of this position uh, in uh, the Pocket Kama Sutra app. Um, why don't we try this? Uh, and, and there is an app called for the iPhone called Pocket Kama Sutra, K-A-M-A-S-U-T-R-A. And in that, there are pictures of positions, and you can upload the position and send text it to your lover and say, hey, let's try this later when you get home. So I think that's uh-huh. a great um, stimulant to to have a conversation about uh, having sex later, getting the, getting the mood going. Okay. Ease them into it. But yeah, we yeah we've had that before. Definitely, we had that before. But I guess as you know, people have, are joining us now. They hadn't heard that one, so yeah. always it's always about mm-hmm. being considerate and and not dissing the sex you're having, but saying, "Hey, this seems sort of fun. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Let's try it. What do you think?" And then if the partner mm-hmm. says no, like let's say. I want to tie you up and blindfold you and bend you over the chair and do blah, blah, blah. And the girl, the woman's going, what? Um, it, you know, if she says no, say then he could come back with, what what turns you off about my request? Well, I don't mm-hmm. know that I want to be bent over the chair. I want to be laying flat on the bed when you tie me up and blindfold me. Oh, okay. Well, we can certainly modify that. You know, because maybe uh-huh. down the road you can get her to bend over the chair. So find uh-huh. out what part of the request is concerning and modify that and still get your fantasy going. Gotcha. Right? Yep. So the next question is a common one. I had this very discussion yesterday with a patient. Squirting. So is it? Is it? what is it? Is it real? So... If it's a male listener, I'm going to say, it's real, and then turn off your phones for a minute. <laughs> if you're a girl, I'm going to tell you that uh, squirting is really leaking urine, but the good news is that urine is sterile, odorless, it's colorless generally if you're well hydrated, and your lover never knows. He believes even doctor men believe that he is making you come a cup he does not know that that's really you just lost a cup of urine because your bladder was full and he pounded your front the anterior wall of your vagina a little too aggressively um so don't tell them and just enjoy the encounter avoid the b-complex vitamins because your urine will be really yellow and that's a dead giveaway Uh uh-huh but um Men love to believe that they are just rocking your world and making you as wet as all get out. So don't ruin their fantasy. Go with it. Enjoy it. (laughs) All right. Yeah, it's going to be harder for someone to squirt. I have girls who say, can you teach me how to squirt? And they're 18. Yeah. Girlfriend, you don't don't leak anything yet because everything's tight down there. So talk to me after you shoot out a (laughs) nine-pounder. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, It's much easier for the ladies who have had bigger babies. Um, Do you have advice for women whose jaws tire easily during oral? Well, so I'm wondering why your jaws hurt. You you, you are tense. You're too tense. Uh, 
when you're giving oral if your jaws are locking up. Either that or you're trying to swallow a big old anaconda. Uh, so um, I would want to know why there's so much tension in the jaw. Is, are, is your mouth too open, you know, because you're trying to engulf something really large? Or, um, or is it that you're just tense because you're trying to do a good job? So try and relax the jaw, the lower jaw, a little bit more um, or change up your, your movement. There's a book called um, um, How to Be a Great Lover, a girlfriend, uh-huh. a girlfriend's guide uh, to um, um, uh, fantastic. I'm, I'm, draw, I'm missing a word here, but to explicit sexual techniques. And the, the, uh-huh. the writer is Lou Paget. L O U is her first name, and P A G E T. She's the author. And there's a whole chapter on oral sex, and there's like six or eight motions that you can do so when you're getting tired of one that uh, or your gag reflex is too overactive that day then you move to the next technique and if you keep changing the technique during the same encounter it just rocks their world and it keeps your jaw from getting tired so just have a few different techniques so that you can uh, change the motion uh, and make it feel better okay now, uh, did you say there was a, a cream? You said there was a book for that, but is there a cream or something? Because yeah. I'm thinking when I got that question, I was like, yeah, sometimes you, you just, it seems like you can really just go forever. And then other times it's like, can we get this done in three minutes? So Yeah, I think that really is, it depends on your level of arousal. So when you're not aroused, uh-huh. it's usually because you're stressed. And if you're stressed, you're holding your whole body tense. Whereas when you're fully relaxed and engaged in the encounter, you could go on forever because your body is relaxed. So, uh-huh. yeah, so I don't think there's like a cream or anything like that that you would put in the mouth and certainly uh, not on the mouth unless your guy wanted to like massage your jaws, you know, your TMJ joints while you were sucking. But uh, uh, I'm getting a visual on that. That would be interesting, but uh, <laughs> that would be my first time that I've ever recommended it. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, uh, I would just change your technique and, and let it rest. But, there, you know, keep your me mouth jump. going. But Go ahead. Let me jump in with this one. What is meant by a healthy sexual relationship? And that's the last one I had that was sent out oh. after the list I sent you. So the good news is that is really determined by the couple who's in it. So I had somebody in recently who was really upset that she had a low sex drive. Meanwhile, she had a 10-week-old baby in the carrier next to her. I'm like, well, you just shot out a kid 10 weeks ago, for God's sake. And I said, how often are you having sex? And she said, well, you know, two to three times a week. And I said, okay. And what are you disappointed about? What would you like it to be? She said, well, we always had sex twice a day before that. So before the baby... She was having sex twice a day, and now she's down to two to three times a week. So, of course... Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a decrease. That's right. Two to three <laughs> times a week is awesome, um, where for her it was a significant reduction, probably because she was exhausted because she has to care for a 10-week-old. Um, but um, So some of it is putting in perspective, but we should never judge what we think is good. Now, I have people who both uh-huh. have sex once a month, 
and they're completely satisfied with their sexual encounter at once a month. They have one good session a month, and they're thrilled. So, so find out what their goal is, and then I help them get, reach that goal by whatever the homework is. So the average couple, though, has sex once or twice a week. That's average in our nation. Say that again. The average sex is one to two encounters a week. Thank you. I just wanted to make so sure that was documented. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and when, when people are trying to conceive, when we're talking about how long it takes to get pregnant, people say, oh, we've been trying for two months and we're not pregnant. The egg is only good for 24 hours. The average couple that has sex twice a week will 50% will be pregnant in three months, 75% in six months, 90% in one year having sex twice a week. And that's, you know, so that you can hit the target. Uh-huh. So there you go. Uh, let's see what you got here. You have, um, how do you bring up to your partner that you would like to try something again in the bedroom or do you let it go because it, it they did it uh, that one time? Uh, so it was like, hey, let's try this. And then they tried it, but it never became a, a regular so, so the most common I would say is probably anal for that. So, you know, somebody probably talked the other one into doing anal. So they did it once, <laughs> and and she like look, I did it, it and and he yep. he's like going, damn, I would like to be digging into that again. You know, how do you bring it up? You know, it's like anything. It's I'm craving this, or boy, I'm thinking about the last time we did this, and I was so turned on by watching you do this or how it felt for me. And I was just wondering, can we try that again periodically? And she she might be, well, don't be asking me any more than once a month and give me a week's notice to make sure I'm not constipated and, you know, you know, whatever. Uh, so I think you can always bring it up as long as it's framed around I'm thinking of us together as a sexual couple, not I'm thinking about me and I want to penetrate your butt. So it has to be framed around you and me together. Mm-hmm. It's all about the presentation. Absolutely. So do you think every couple should have toys in the bedroom? Ah, uh, you know, I think toys are really important. It depends on the day and the drive and the energy in the room. There are days that you just want to do soft, loving fucking where it's just all about being into each other's brains and then there's days that you're feeling energetic and naughty and playful where you want to play with the toys or try a new position or try a different place to penetrate or you know put a different outfit on or whatever so it really depends on the mood but I think your playroom should always have all things available if possible to have all things available so that you could actually, um, if you decide during your encounter, if you want to then reach and play with something that you weren't going in there for in the first place, that it's available. So having it around would be great. Um, So, yeah, I think you should have some toys around just in case. But don't bring a toy in shockingly without having discussion. (laughs) Look what I got. (laughs) Yeah. Hello. Um, but, but, you know, a 
it could it could be done in a playful way, like I'm going to put a blindfold on you, and I'm going to I will not hurt you. I'm going to make you feel good. I'm just going to touch places and see how sensitive you are, kind of thing, and then do something unknowingly to the partner. But you must hold true to your I'm not going to hurt you because if you blindfold someone right. and then hurt them and they don't want to be, you will never get that opportunity again. Don't ever, ever, up. ever. That's like the guy yeah. who like you know slips and gets in the butt by accident, full speed ahead. Yeah, you're never going to get anal again, dude, because you just like never cardinal sin. Right. Um, do men really think women enjoy having sex without intimacy? Oh yeah, because they do. Um, yes, men, men don't quite get. The but intimacy. they lie and say that they need intimacy. Oh my gosh. They do. They do need intimacy, <laughs> but they don't need it to have sex. They just love intimacy sometimes, but they can totally dissociate the two things, whereas women perform best when the two things blend. So when both things are on, girls do the best. When guys, guys can do the best in their intimate mode, they can do best in their naughty, careless mode, and, and, but they're probably no better when they're doing both together, whereas girls, when they're fully in, to both intimate and action, they do the best. They enjoy it the most. So, yes, mm-hmm. men truly believe that it's capable that you're capable of having sex without intimacy because they do that often. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Um, how can how is it that one man can make you so horny while another does nothing for you? It seems that men uh, can have sex with anything that moves. Uh, the big answer there is men are visual. So looking at something sexual or getting a sexual arousal from something they see with their eyes is commonplace for men, but only 20% of women can have such a thing. 80% of women, it's their brain. And so it has to be some turn on that, like when I look at The Rock, you know, Dwayne Johnson, that would be my <laughs> visual turn on. Oh, damn. He's it is it his tattoo? Is it his body? Is it his smile? Is it, I, I don't know. It's all of that. Yes, that's just, yes. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> yes, it, it's like, yes, all of those. I have pictures of him all over inside cabinet doors in my office. Anyway, um, oh, yeah. I love it. I love open. it. When I'm grouchy, they leave the door open so I can see Dwayne uh, posing and looking at me. And then I say good Uh-oh. morning, and I'm good. So, uh, so, so the answer is um, that's probably pheromones. There's probably images in our head of what's sexy to us. Um, it, it's probably a whole bunch of stuff. But for men, it's simply visual. Nice tits, nice ass, nice outfit, sexy shoes, good hair, you know, whatever. Whatever their turn on is. Pretty eyes. Every guy has his different thing. Uh, but it always involves tits or ass. Or both. So, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so they can pretty much get turned on by many things. Um, after a good session, hour two, oh, we talked about the uh, the hammer acts like it hasn't had any or gets or, or, and can get hard again. So some people can get it up in a minute and uh, be hungry again, and it's awesome. And some people just can't. Um, mm-hmm. And finally, can women be satisfied with a small penis? So the average penis, believe it or not, is six inches, which is matches the size of the normal vagina. So that would be a perfect fit for both. 
But as you know, the vagina changes in size to permit a baby, so it can stretch to fit whatever penis is in it. So I would say if a woman is disappointed with a penis, it's because she's gotten a bigger one before, which stretches out her vagina, and, um, and now she has one that's more average or perhaps below average, so it's really not giving her good contact around the sides. Uh, that can be disappointing. But overall, women say size doesn't matter. I would say that those women have never had size. So, if, <laughs> You're not calling so them liars, are you, Dr. Willahan? <laughs> if you never had a big penis, I don't know that you think there's a difference in big or average penises. But the girls who have had a big penis say, oh, yes, you don't know what you're missing. There is such thing as too big, though. Um, some women will say, you know, too big is when you can't really move around. It's too big. It's just impaling you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, what we got next? Did we get uh, through them all? That was, that was my 13 questions, Miss, and your two that you shot in there. Man, we made this happen today. Oh, we are over a few minutes. Well, I was looking at the time going, <laughs> shit, we don't have, I, yeah, I'm getting on here late, We got, we're, and we're running out of time. So we got them all And we, 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 we rocked this. All right, well, I want to say thank you, Dr. William. I'm sitting here like, when the questions were coming in, I was excited. Everybody um, definitely did their contributing on this month, and we got them all in. So if you're listening in, you heard your question, you heard the answer. Dr. Willihan, let everyone know how to get in touch with you outside of this needs to be said. Sure. They can uh, give us a buzz at 888-569-3374, which is a toll-free number, 888-569-3374, or best sexualadvice.com. I got a question for you since you are making some transitions with your business. Do you do phone consultations? Someone asked me. I do. Yeah, we do. Sometimes okay. I actually had a couple. Uh, I was in Florida, and uh, the couple was up in Pensacola, which is really a difficult place to get to by plane. It, it's a very, it's an 11-hour drive, and it's a plane trip, long plane trip, a couple stops. And so we did a phone conference. Uh, a conference call by phone. It was awesome. Uh, it's also possible to do Skype um, if I need to see the couple, but often just talking is I don't necessarily need to see, although it helps me to see them interact with each other. Um, sometimes I yeah. can just tell how they treat each other on the phone. Um, and so, yes, there are definite ways to do it that way. Absolutely. Okay. Wanted to make sure that they heard that, too, because I said I think so, but I want to be sure. Until yeah, next month, sure. Dr. Willahan, thank you so much. Keeping it hot in the bedroom. All right. See you, honey. How great would it be to have the support of an international women's success coach and make a meaningful income by sharing what you learn with others? With MuseLifeCoach.com, you can. My Muse Coaching for Every Woman is a brand new self-improvement program developed by Dr. Heather Grott. It's based on the wisdom of neuroscience and designed to support women in all stages of life for an affordable monthly fee. Who doesn't know someone who wants to lose weight, improve a relationship, make more money, gain self-esteem, or overcome depression? With MuseLifeCoach.com, you can earn up to 50% commission just by sharing this awesome life-changing program with others. No parties to host, no products to sort, no awkward soliciting. Just life improvement with an added bonus. Visit 
MuseLifeCoach.com today and click on the My Muse link to learn more. Hurry, the first 100 members get an extra special bonus. Visit MuseLifeCoach.com today. Do you find yourself thinking, what do I want to do with my life? Do you feel unfulfilled, stressed, or unhappy in your career or life? Romina Thomas Coaching provides innovative life coaching strategies guiding you to find your authentic career path, helping you navigate a life transition, or just simply providing you with tips to live your life as you've always envisioned. If you're ready to make a change and take action, please contact Romina Thomas, Certified Life Coach, at 310-308-5414 or visit RominaThomasCoaching.com for a free discovery session. A Yummy Future, Inc. is a nonprofit designed to inform and educate our youth of the benefits of constant and continuous use of proper nutrition via hands-on cooking classes. We are community partners with USDA Let's Move and Chef's Move School. A Yummy Future runs your local Healthy Hands cooking classes and more. Fun, memorable, and hands-on. Details at ayummyfuture.com. Do you desire your children to think before they speak? The second volume in the Tweeville book series addresses just that. Perfect for ages 2 to 8, this book series is meant to demonstrate positive social behaviors that children can absorb and emulate with their own peers. The underlining message of each book in this series will be treating others with kindness. To learn more and order, head to TweeVillers.com. That's T-W-E-E-V-I-L-L-E-R-S dot com. All right, head on over to ThisNeedsToBeSaid.com. Click the Events tab and sign up for our free courses. Some of the classes will be in person, but most of them right now are online, but they are always free to attend, all right? If you are a business owner looking for more customers, you definitely want to send me an email over at Let's Talk at ThisNeedsToBeSaid.com or stop by ThisNeedsToBeSaid.com. On the website, you'll see more information about the Prospector program. You want to fill your customer funnel with the type of people you want to do business with. So head on over to thisneedstobesaid.com for more information. And for those who love to learn, personal professional development is offered to you for free at the events tab, thisneedstobesaid.com. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, where you are royalty. Specializing in children's hair, natural, weaved, and relaxed hair. Looking for a professional stylist who cares not only about how good hair looks, but also how healthy it feels? Then Royal Destiny Salon and Spa is the place for you. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, located at 4936 Albemarle Road, Suite 14, Charlotte, North Carolina. Call today to schedule your appointment for a more beautiful you. 724-734-8043. That number again is 
Daily Dose of Weird News is sponsored by Food for the Poor. You can provide food for an entire year for a child or clean water for that child's entire life for a single gift of $50. Learn more and give at DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com. I'm Darren Marlar, and this is your Daily Dose of Weird News. Sheriff's deputies in Lee County, Georgia, say 54-year-old Larry McElroy accidentally shot his mother-in-law with a 9mm pistol when he was trying to shoot an armadillo. The armadillo died from the shot, but the bullet ricocheted off the animal, hit a fence, and went into the back door of his mother-in-law's mobile home, a distance of about 100 yards. Then it went through the recliner where the 74-year-old woman was sitting and into her back. Carol Johnson was taken to a nearby hospital and is expected to recover. Historians are pointing to the magic bullet theory. Fox has announced that its long-running singing competition, American Idol, will end after its 15th and final season next year. Wait a minute, American Idol is still on? A lawyer for George Zimmerman says his client was not seriously injured after being involved in a shooting in Florida. Attorney Don West says a bullet missed Zimmerman's head in Monday morning's shooting in the Orlando suburb of Lake Mary. Although it has been speculated that if it did hit him in the head, it still would have missed all of his vital organs. A report reveals that New Jersey Governor Chris Christie spent over $80,000 of public money on food at NFL games. People are shocked. No one expected the number to be that low. A New Jersey man has been accused of stealing a friend's car to avoid missing a court hearing on drug charges. 21-year-old Jorge Ramirez Sierra has been charged with unlawful taking of a means of conveyance and driving while suspended. Whoa, huh? Unlawful taking of a means of conveyance? He stole a car! Just say that! He stole a car! Unlawful taking of a means of conveyance. That could be a kid's big wheel. Cuban President Raul Castro met with Pope Francis at the Vatican on Sunday and thanked the pontiff for his role in rekindling relations between the United States and his nation. Castro said he was so impressed with the pope that, quote, I will go back to praying and go back to church, and I'm not joking, unquote. The pope replied, okay, but that's 9 million Hail Marys, 12 million Our Fathers, and an act of contrition. The restaurant chain, known for unlimited breadsticks, now plans on using them for chicken, parmesan, and meatball sandwiches starting June 1st. The breadsticks used for the sandwiches will be a bit shorter and wider than the regular breadsticks, and as with all other dishes, the sandwiches will come with unlimited salad and breadsticks. In case you missed that, you get unlimited breadsticks if you buy a breadstick sandwich. Apparently, Olive Garden does believe you can live on bread alone. That's your Daily Dose of Weird News. I'm Darren Marlar. This week, the Daily Dose of Weird News is sponsored by Food for the Poor. You can provide food for an entire year for a child or clean water for that child's entire life for a single gift of $50. Click the banner at DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com to find out more or call pound 250 on your mobile phone and say the word food to make a donation. Call pound 250 and say the word food on your mobile phone. Or you can give online at dailydoseofweirdnews.com. Thanks. There will never be a point in your, time, in your life where it's the right time to do a great thing. 
if you're waiting for that perfect, perfect moment, that perfect timing, it's not going to happen. You know what you have to do? You have to create the perfect time and the perfect opportunity and the perfect situation. That a lot of people become comfortable. They stop growing. They stop wanting anything. They, they become satisfied. People getting ready to go to jobs that they don't like. Jobs that are making them sick. You see, when you're not pursuing your goal, you are literally committing spiritual suicide. When you have some goal out here that you're stretching for and reaching for, that takes you out of your comfort zone, you'll find out some talents and abilities you have that you didn't know you have. When the messenger of misery visits you, what are you going to do? What will keep you in the game? There are things that you think you'll never need to know that you may only need to know one time in your life, but that could save your life because you had that knowledge. Unless you attempt to do something beyond that which you've already mastered, you will never grow. What is it that you looked at at some point in time and you decided that you couldn't do it? That you talked yourself out of it? You're waiting on your next door neighbor to make it happen for you. It may not happen. If you're waiting on your mother or your father, they may be so ancient in their thinking that they don't understand this opportunity that you have. And if you're waiting on them, it may never get done. You don't beg average people to be phenomenal. You don't beg good people to be phenomenal. You just are phenomenal and you will attract phenomenal. What reason can you remember that you can call on, that you can reach on, that can make you get back up? Find that reason. If you're not where you are, if you're not where you want to be, if you don't have what you want, you want to have, if you're not where you think you should be at this particular place, it has nothing to do with the system, but it has everything to do with the fact that you're not making the sacrifice. I want you to make that dream become a reality because if you don't, you will be working for somebody else to make their dreams become a reality. Everybody is against you or don't believe in you no more. And let me tell you something, that's a lonely feeling. It's a lonely feeling, particularly people that you're doing it for. Most people take their greatness, take their ideas to the graveyard with them. Listen to me, if it was easy, everybody would do it. There are people right now who are working who don't want to work. There are people who hate their jobs, but they keep getting up to do it. The wealthiest place on the planet is the graveyard. Because in the graveyard we will find inventions that we never ever were exposed to. Ideas, dreams that never became reality. Hopes and aspirations that were never acted upon. Question is what are you going to do with your time? What drives you? Greatness is a lot of small things done well. Day after day. Workout after workout, obedience after obedience, day after day. When things don't work out for you, when things happen that you could not anticipate, what are the reasons that you can think of that can keep you strong? You will never ever be successful until you turn your pain into greatness, until you allow your pain to push you from where you are to push you to where you need to be. Stop running from your pain and embrace your pain. Your pain is going to be a part of your pride, a part of your product. I, I challenge you to push yourself.
see, it's easy to be on the bottom. It doesn't take any effort to be a loser. It doesn't take any motivation, any drive in order to stay down there on a low level. But it calls on everything in you. You have to harness your will to say, I'm going to challenge myself. I mean that what you did last week don't count. Today, today is the only important day. There are 86,400 seconds in a day, and how you use those are critical. You got 86,400 today, and what you do today is worth the cement of who you are. Nobody's going to talk about what you did last week. That the biggest enemy you have to deal with is yourself. There's an old African proverb that says, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. You have this opportunity of a lifetime. It means absolutely nothing if you don't take advantage of it in the lifetime of this opportunity. I got a saying that when life knocks you down, try and land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. If you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for to work day and night for, to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep. If all that you dream and scheme is about it, and life seems useless and worthless without it, it's time now. If you want to make this your decade, you've got to start saying yes to your life. You've got to start saying yes to your dreams, yes to your unfolding future, yes to your potential, as opposed to saying no. When you die, die on east. Leave no dream left behind, God. Leave no opportunity left behind. When you leave this earth, accomplish every single thing you can accomplish. Listen to me. You're going to be here one day, but you'll never get here if you give up, if you give in, if you quit. And finally, guys, you got to want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe.
thank you for joining us today. We hope you've gained something from what has been shared. Special thanks to the creators of the TNTBS jingle. It was written by Lamont Champ Josie and composed by Robert Jenkins. Thank you to everyone who supports us by downloading the phone app at thisneedstobesaid.com, by commenting on the TNTBS talk show fan page on Facebook, by retweeting us on Twitter at TNTBS, by also sharing this show with your friends. Thank you for logging in through your computer, as well as calling in to listen on the phone lines. Now go out and tell more people about this great show. If you thought the show sucked, tell them anyway. Bad news travels fast is what I'm told. Either way, tell them to tune in each weekday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're always looking for new guest commentators, awesome topics, and most of all, we want your opinion. Visit us at www.thisneedstobesaid.com. We'd love to hear from you. There's an elephant in the room. You were thinking it, so we're going to talk about it. Until we meet again in the same place at the same time, have a super day.